Marisol. Hi, I'm Rosie. And I'm Wendy. And you're listening to Spilling La Sopa, a podcast about real Latinas, real conversations, real chistosas. <laughs> All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. We're going to get into an interesting topic today. If you're Latino, you've probably um, encountered this in your home, with your family, with your friends. Uh, we're going to talk about our best and worst homemade remedio stories. Um, as far as I can remember, my parents have had a like homemade remedio or like recipe for just about everything, right? Te duele la panza, te duele la cabeza, no puedes dormir. Like there's a remedio for everything. Yep. Um. One, uh, so I'll, I'll kick it off with a story. One of my earliest experiences of with like a, a horrible remedio, it just like tasted awful, was when I was little. I was probably like around eight. And uh, at that time, my family, we would go to church, right? So we would go to church every Sunday. Um, and this Sunday, I was just like, I, uh, my, my stomach hurt so bad and I didn't want to go and I didn't want to go. So it was like, una pelea with my parents, right? I'm like, no, I can't go. Me duele la panza, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm crying. And they're like, all right, fine. No tienes que ir. No tienes que ir a misa. So my grandma came over um, and she's like, ah, que te duele, mija, la panza? Ah, okay. She went to the backyard. I didn't even know we had this thing. And she made me un té de estafiate. Have you guys ever, have you ever had that? No, I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't wish it on my worst enemy, but it was so <laughs> disgusting. I don't know if it's because I was a kid, you know, like when you're, when you're a kid, like your taste buds are different, but it was so nasty. And my grandma was just like, me senté en la mesa and she was like, no, tómatelo, te vas a sentir mejor. And I was like, Bleh. I feel peor. That was worse than going to church. <laughs> it was worse than going to church, dude. It was worse than going to church. Yeah, because, you know, like when you're a kid, church, is, I mean, even when you're an adult, sometimes church is boring. So uh the staying home with my grandma was definitely worse. That remedio was was bad. And estafiate, I actually I had to Google it because I don't know what it's called in English. And so it turns out it's like I, I call it sage's cousin because there's no word in English. It's it's still spelled estafiate. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I don't know how to say it in English, but it kind of looks like Sage, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, with Sage's cousin. Um, so what are what are some of the remedies uh, in your homes that you can think of? I think my um, my mom had a few. Um, one one time I remember her having like a bottle, like this. She it was like a homemade thing, like it was like a I don't know if it was a Coke like a Coke liter, one liter bottle. And then she like filled it up with like rubbing alcohol and weed in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, my bro, my brother's going up. I, I have, I have three brothers and they would smoke weed, but she had all this, like a lot to say about them smoking weed or a lot of negative stuff. Like, you know, pinches all this like you know, <laughs> negative mean stuff. And, but she had this like concoction inside the bathroom <laughs> She'd keep it in the bathroom and she had like weed and uh, rubbing alcohol and I don't know what else, but she would use it to like rub on her like shoulder, mm-hmm. her uh, like joints, you know, cause she, she mm-hmm. did a lot of uh, physical labor. Um, and she just like, well, like this relax me, this relaxes me. <laughs> I actually heard once that uh, one of my friends' moms would drink it in her tea, put it in her tea. So I'm like, dang, the, my the alcohol did that. weed concoction. <laughs> yeah. Like, Wait, like alcohol in my the mother tea? did that, huh? 
alcohol yeah, in, tea, in the tea. Yeah. Oh, damn. In tea. And then later they told her, like, hey, that, <laughs> that's toxico. actually getting high. Like, and she's like, go. Oh, no. <laughs> she was really, like, like um, high and drunk. about that. I know. I was like, weren't you fucking feeling good? And, and like, <laughs> like, not yourself when you were drinking it? But, yeah, my mom definitely did that. And I think the classic one would be the 7-Up. Every, oh, yeah. every month. It it like, oh, seven up. Every stomach ache on earth. Yeah. I'm cured with seven exactly. Up. Yeah. And that's the first thing I ask for too. Anytime I'm like, oh, I, I feel like, oh, like tired or something. I have to seven up. Like why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like to the day, I think I sort of believe it too sometimes. Like when I'm having like nausea or, or a headache, I'm just like, oh, I gotta find something lime fizzy, you know, like, <laughs> if it's not seven up, I'll try. Now I'm, now I'm more, a little bit more bougie. Like, what's that one? What's that Squirt. one brand, Rosie? That, that oh, LaCroix. Oh, per- Perrier? Perrier? Something like oh. that. It's not seven up anymore, it's Perrier, you know. Dang, Wendy. <laughs> gotta watch those calories. <laughs> That's what higher what education does for you. <laughs> What about you? That's funny because I've heard the um I've heard the the weed con alcohol, but oh yeah, not to drink it in your tea. Like I think people say se usa para las riumas mm-hmm. for pain, mm-hmm. you know, like joints and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. I think the the drinking the rubbing alcohol is some like some like inmate stuff. Like because <laughs> <laughs> I've heard, dude. I I like you probably the hooch. Yeah. Yeah, dude, if anybody looks up some of those Netflix shows, you'd be seeing these people with like <laughs> squirting some sanitizer and they put it in tampons and, oh, no. and shit. Calling it Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I mean, the homemade remedy that I can think about is when Wendy and I were in college, um, my ear was hurting. <laughs> I think I had an ear infection or something. And then Wendy starts rolling up a paper, right? Like a cone. And then she put that in my ear and she lit it on fire. And we were at work. We were in oh, our shit. office. Yeah. <laughs> so, but she lit it on fire. Así me acostó, like to the side. Y yo bien lista, like, right? Bien atenta. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in my ear. Like, why? You're going to burn my head off. fire hazard. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know what that's 100% true I am really sorda and I blame you for and your I, homemade and remedio I, <laughs> did I, not. Like, I, crisped her, I crisped her eardrum <laughs> you totally did you totally yeah. I remember I think one of our bosses came to the back and said what are you guys doing right and we were all like I went holding the, yeah. the, the paper on fire and me like on the side and then, and the fun part, I think the, the most, the funnest part about that story is that we were both, um, college peer advisors. So we were supposed to be smarter <laughs> than the bunch. We had to be wiser. <laughs> we, we were all lighting fires in the, in the, um, in the office. Um, but yeah, you but know what? That's culture for you, man. That's like culture shock that's too. True. That that's like the 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 best definition of culture shock. If that shit, if that shit would have caught on fire, <laughs> would have been like it's culture, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, and that's an interesting point to make. You know, like like let, let's talk a little bit about that. Like it's it's cultural, right? Like how why do we believe 
uh, that these things work. And then do they work? Like I've had experiences with some, you know, weird remedios, but, but they work. So I don't know if it's like psychological or if it's just, you know, somebody cracked the code and figured out that Vaporu will cure most things. Yeah. Well, for example, like I was talking to my mom this morning, asking her about Vaporu because we use Vaporu when somebody has a cough and my mom, they believe to put it on your feet, right? Put the Vaporu on your feet and then put socks on and your cough will go away. So I was asking her, why would you put it on your feet? Like, wouldn't you put it somewhere like where your cough is at? And she's like, but you know, but I think it has to do something with like acupuncture too, because there's certain points, mm. you know, in, in your whole body that cure certain things. So she was talking about my nephew and how the other day he had a stomach ache and she was telling my sister to like pinch his back. Like there's a certain area like by like almost by your like your tailbone that you're supposed mm-hmm. to pinch because that'll release if you have anything stuck in your in your estomago, según que dicen que se te pega yeah. el queso, right? Because she was actually eating a lot of cheese. <laughs> so she's like, maybe se te pega el queso. So if you pull his little muscles in the back, it'll like liberate the queso I guess the queso was yeah. the queso was free the queso free the queso free, free the queso <laughs> exactly so I'm like what the heck but I mean she, she she's onto something right this goes back to like ancient times when there wasn't like a lot of I don't know or, or I have no idea but I mean there's certain points in your body that do do certain things like right now Rosie you're saying you have a headache they say for you to like to pinch your in between your thumb and your index finger right or something like that and that'll help your headache um mm. i'm gonna try and ever see right pump it pump it <laughs> yeah yeah i um i do remember my my sister and my mom they do that thing the thing that my's talking about maybe it's called um haladle el cuero my mom and my sister were both like when when you we had stomach aches, they like lay us down and then they like collect all the extra like fat skin from our backside <laughs> and then like yank it up like like until you hear a snap. You had to hear a snap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that could be your spine snap. Right. <laughs> that could be the reason why you you walk crooked. That's the sound that, uh, that it works. Exactly. It, it, exactly. So you hear something <laughs> snap and it could be in your spine, but it, in reality, to it was the freeing the queso. Like the queso was. Snapping out of your gut, but um, yeah, you Dude, know that's funny. I was just gonna say that reminded me of, of something I for, I forgot. So when I was younger, when I was a kid, me enfermaba mucho de las anginas, mm-hmm. right? Like I would get sick and my tonsils would like swell up, and you can't, you know, when you can't swallow and they're all like puffy. And I remember once my tío was here from from Mexico, mi tío Genaro, and they're like, "Oh, your tío Genaro can fix it," and I was like, "How's he gonna fix it?" I thought he was gonna make me like un té or you know something. Therefore, like. My, my sillon, and then he found a spot on my head and just started pulling my hair. Like he just yanked my hair in like a couple different spots. I, I, it, it looked like a scene of Ratatouille, dude. Like he was just like, oh my, oh my, dude. Like, you know, like your body like jerks. And I don't know if it's like the shock that I didn't expect him to pull my hair or that it, uh, or that it, like, I don't actually remember if it worked, but I remember that I felt better after so i guess i guess it did and that and then that's the day you learn how to make lasagna (laughs) 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 Lasagna. (laughs) i was like how does he know where to like just pull at random and he like no like he knew like the specific spot where where to go to 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 pull the hair but i totally forgot about that till right now yeah that's so funny yeah earlier you mentioned um if it was like a psychological and and i think that 
I would say some of it is, you know, um, because I know that that um, in the Latino community and other other you know communities of color, it's it's more likely that we experience like psychosomatic symptoms, right? So if we're stressed, we're more likely to show a headache, or if we're depressed, we're more more we're, we're more likely to just be kind of like, oh, I'm tired or this hurts, right? Like my shoulders hurt, my back hurts, um, or, or um, gastritis, right? Gastritis is also connected to like stress and things like that. So mm-hmm. I think that um, it comes also from maybe like our culture not being completely comfortable um, talking about going through stress or talking about going through anxiety. And um, if if it's easy to just say, okay, tomate este té or um, rub this vapuru on this, you know, joint that hurts. Um, and you believe, right? That it's like the power of belief, right? If, if your belief system is that this works, I mean, placebos have, have cured a lot of things, right? It's like we, we never really like gave you treatment, dude. We just made you believe that it was treatment and then the symptom mm-hmm. goes away. So yeah, I think that that's, uh, that's definitely, um, uh, uh, a key point too. Right. But outside from some of these things actually working. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Um, th- I think that's a good point to bring up. So why do we have uh, these remedios in, in the first place? Right. So we Mari was talking about some of the stuff is linked to like ancient times or, or you know, our ancestors and the way that they uh, did medicine, I guess. Right. But now that we have, you know, Western medicine, modern medicine, antibiotics and all this kind of stuff, there's still a lot of people that prefer the homemade remedios. Yeah. Or sometimes not even any remedio, right? Because um, my mom is very much like that where that's how we grew up and we had a headache or we had some sort of a pain. She would just be like, okay, well, pues aguantatela unless it's really, really bad. Like there's no reason you should be taking like pills for anything. Because, you know, you take a pill, te, te, te cura una cosa, but then it fucks up another thing, right? And so my mom had always been like, no, no, if you're not really in pain, you shouldn't be taking any pill. So, and, I, and I'm still the same way. Like, if I have a headache and it's not killing me, like, I won't take, a, a, like, a, um, an Advil or anything like that. But the only thing that I do take medicine with, like, as soon as I feel like I might get sick, like a cold, I'll take a Dayquil or a Nyquil because I don't want to get sick. And I mean, now with COVID, every time I wake up with a sore throat, I'm like, oh my God, it finally got me. Like, you know, I got Corona. <laughs> and it's just my allergies. Usually it's my allergies since I don't go out ever anyway. Um, but it, that's always been ingrained in, in my head. Like, don't drink pills if you don't need to. And even a while back, like, you know, I was breaking out a lot from my cheek and my chin. And I went to, to the doctor and the first thing they were like, oh, take antibiotics. And I was like, no, I'm not going to take antibiotics. Like, I've dealt with pain all this life. You know, why am I going to take antibiotics? And antibiotics are, well, they won't get there. They could be really bad because you can become immune to them, right? Like, and then they won't help you out at all. But anyway, point being that when they told me that, I was like, no, I'm going to find a different cure. There has to be something else than just, like, popping pills. Um, And I think that's kind of what Western medicine, and in my brain, that's what Western medicine is, just popping pills and keeping you, like, popping pills your whole life. And then it messes up another thing, right? And that's why my mom has always said, like, don't drink, don't take a lot of things for, like, a headache because then it could affect your liver or whatever. Um, but usually she's like, just one is fine. But um, but even when I told her about the antibiotics, she's like, well, you nunca, nunca has tomado medicina really for anything. You've never had major surgery. You've never had anything. So that's the worst thing I heard. 
So I was kind of like, oh, oh my mom's telling me to take antibiotics? Okay. My <laughs> cheek must be really that bad, you know? <laughs> um, so I, I didn't end up taking the antibiotics. Um, I started doing some vitamins for like hormonal imbalance um, and for like skin, nails, etc. Um, and then I went to dermatologist and just got some like face lotions or whatever. And so far my skin has been clearing up pretty nicely. But anyways, true story. <laughs> Antibiotics. <laughs> Again, I think we're, we're very like anti-popping pills in terms of the Latino community, or at least me growing up. I don't know about you ladies, what your experience is yeah. like. Yeah, I think my mom was, uh, I think, uh, my mom, my sisters, pretty much all, most of us. I, I don't think I carry these same beliefs anymore, but yeah, like, like the doctor was when you're on the verge of like, immobility (laughs) like you can no longer get up um i'm gonna go back a little bit Uh, i know earlier we were talking about like like what were remedios and i had mentioned like the seven up stuff but yeah like just to give you a a good picture of of the type of uh, woman my mom was with regards to anti like medicine like anti-doctor um she was experiencing like pain in her chest i think i was around about i want to say like 11, 11 or 10. And she was experiencing cha- pain in her chest and her arm, like it was like her, her left arm. And she kept like, oh, like, you know, like, oh, she's struggling. The breathing was struggling. It was like kind of midday. And then she's like, Wendy, ven para acá. <laughs> and she gave me like $5, put it in my hand all like tightly. She's like, go to the corner and go buy me a seven up. <laughs> Oh, so I think she was having I a heart attack. Like, yeah, I was all like, you know, like fucking like, oh, yes, mother. Yes. Like, you know, quickly. <laughs> like, dude, like I fucking sprinted to the corner. And mind you, the corner was my neighbor's garage. And he, he would fix like bikes and so, sold snacks on the side. <laughs> so um, I asked, his name was like Al. So I was like, hey, Al, you know, I, I want to buy a 7-Up. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He gives me 7-Up, give him money. Then I run back home and then my mom opens it and she sips on it and she's like trying to burp. She's burping, burping and burping. And she's like, I'm going to lay down and see if that helps. Then she did it again with like burping, burping. Then her arms started to stiffen up. Um, so then we were like scared. I was scared. I was like, oh, no, mom, mom, we got to call the, we gotta call the ambulance. Finally, I don't know who decided, but mind you, we're all kids still, right? My mom's like probably the only adult in the house. They end up calling the ambulance, and, and when the paramedics got there, they're like, "You're having a mild stroke." And like, <laughs> that's what it sounded to, like. like. Yeah, dude. For my mom to believe that the coat, like the Seven Up, was gonna like, she's gonna burp out the stroke. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, I thought about how much my mom was very anti-doctor, and mm. her belief is that. Mm. Si llego, al, si llego al doctor, de allí no salgo. Yeah. I won't come out, right? Then mm-hmm. they get to do all these analyses and she'll find out about other sicknesses. And then there goes that whole psychosomatic thing, right? If you start to believe in your, you yeah. being not healthy, then you're not going to be healthy, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that um, it comes with that, right? Not not um, not having a lot of trust in, in um, hospitals, medicine, and historically i would say that there is a lot of side effects um and and i think with with medicine there comes like trials right a lot of trials and within Mm. those trials like people experience side effects and that loses a lot of trust from communities of color Mm -hmm. i would say especially 
Because um, science is not a big thing, right? I think nosotros nos, nos enfocamos más en, like, like gifts, you know, like spiritual gifts and, like, you know, um, the power of the plant, the power of the sun, the power, you know, like, we're, like, more, like, natu- I don't know what to call that, like, nature-based versus science-based. But it's also, I think, because here, like, you know, in the U.S., I mean, <clears throat> the targets that they're probably, like, experimenting, like, certain medicines are, are probably more on, like, white people, right? And so they forget about, like, uh, people of color and the types of um, diseases or illnesses that we're more prone to. And so they might be testing a certain product only using, you know, uh, white people and not necessarily people of color. And so our reaction may be different to this specific um, pill. And I think that's what a lot of people are always scared about too, like, oh, we don't know how it's going to affect me as a Latina woman, etc. Um, I think that's kind of like what people are talking about right now with the whole COVID vaccine, too. Um, I'm not sure if I'm getting off topic, but, um, you know, a lot of people are like kind of like unsure if to take the vaccine or not, um, because A, it hasn't had enough time to be developed, and B, we don't know the effects that it may have on certain populations. Um, I also think to add, I think the... Um we rely a lot on anecdotal references, right? And experiences. And so if tu tía se enfermó de lo mismo and she took this medicine and now she experienced like these gnarly side effects, then I'm betting your mom or your dad is not going to take that shit. Right. I think we rely a lot on, on, um, Mm -hmm. like the Latino community overall. Like we rely a lot on la palabra de, de nuestro prójimo. Right. If I need a recommendation on something, that's where I'm going to go first. Like, I'll hit up my cousins like, hey, does anybody know a, a mechanic, blah, blah, blah. Like, rather than going to Yelp or Google, like, when it's when I really need something, I go to, like, family or to my network to see, like, who do you know? Like, what experience have you had? And I think it's kind of the same with with um, medicine, right? And then to to your point, Wendy, I've, I've heard of, of that a lot where people say, vas al doctor para una cosa y sales con otra, yeah. right? Like you go for, for a headache and then you find out you have this this other um, illness. And so I think that belief is also very strong in in, um, in our community. The other thing that I'm thinking is um, access, right? So some of us don't have access to insurance and some of us don't have uh, you know, medicine is, is an industry. It is a business and it's expensive. And so if you don't have the resources to, to try with, to, you know, purchase medicine, then it's easier to do these home remedies mm-hmm. or, you know, why not try this first before trying to get this medicine? Cause who knows what, what the side effects are. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have a big point about, uh, expensive medicine. Cause when I went to, to dermatologists, they recommended me, you know, a certain face lotion. And the doctor is like, okay, do you have insurance? I'm like, well, I have Kaiser. She's like, oh, okay, well, we're not Kaiser, so that's not going to work here. And the thing for the cream was $400. And I'm like, $400 is better give me like a brand new baby skin. Mayonesa, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then the, she gave me two, and the other one was like $300. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. My- <laughs> Yeah, nobody, nobody put mayonesa in your face. I mean, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, mayonesa my for pork. your hair. Mayonesa is for your hair, so your hair could be shiny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're trying to clog my pores, Wendy. 
what I'm trying not to have exactly. clogged pores. I'm trying to <laughs> unclog the pores. That's not disgusting. Put out your hair in your face. <laughs> um, but um, so I, you know, I have a pretty good job, and I could totally afford to buy that. But oh, at the same time, I was like, I have to buy this every three months, you know. So I ended up going to Kaiser to the dermatologist there to have them recommend me the same medicine because that's and the dermatologist agreed. She said fine. She signed off on it. And guess how much was my that medicine um, through my Kaiser insurance? Twenty dollars. It was five dollars. That's my copay <gasps> oh, for medicine. It was five dollars because my insurance yeah. is paying for it. Or else, if I was uninsured, it was going to be four hundred dollars every three months because the medicine only lasts about every three four months. So I can't imagine, you know, um, other you know actual like illnesses. I mean, mine is just you know it was acne, but I mean it's still a big thing. But um, like something like that, you could die of like you know you need something medicine for your heart, and it's five hundred dollars every three months. And people are like, I don't have a Kaiser to go to. I don't have insurance. So yeah, a lot of people don't want to go to the doctor because they don't want to find out que mas tienen so that they can you know have to pay for it and then realize that they can't pay for it. So yeah, I thought that was really ridiculous in terms of. Anyway, I was watching this show actually called, uh, it's on Netflix. Um, and this girl, anyway, they couldn't find out what she was sick about. Point being that some doctors from Italy discovered what she had and they were like, come over here and we'll treat you. And so she was all like, oh, I owe like a billion dollars here in the US, you know, how much are you guys going to charge me? And, she, and they're like, Oh, n- nothing. It, it, we have, you know, universal healthcare here. It's free. Don't worry about yeah. anything. We will fix you and we will give you treatment for free. And she's like, I need to move to Italy. And I was like, yes, girl, me too. Um, And and so that's another thing, right? In other countries, in Italy, people live forever, right? There's like a bunch of older people in Italy. Well, I mean, hello, look at um, their healthcare. Even willing to treat people from the U.S. for free, you know? I would say that's also linked to like less stress due to financial burdens, right? Like I I was just having the thought like, who the fuck puts a price on on treatment, you know? (laughs) And then I think I like I I think about just like me and and, and the work that I do, like we we get paid, right? And obviously I want to get paid to live, right? To be able to live. But then who put a price? Why do I need to put a price on treatment? Because... I have to pay things to survive, right? So I'm just sometimes that makes me that that, that annoys me because I think that there's there, like like um, cost of living in the Bay Area and probably other places now due to the pandemic is just rising, and I just think it's so ridiculous. Like, dude, why can't we just be normal? <laughs> like normal humans and like take from the take thank you earth for giving us these things and us giving back us giving back like make it like an actual cool cycle not just like you know putting people keeping people down that can't afford it you know it's a business dude it's a big business if you live near socal you probably see this a lot where people go to tijuana to get treatment right quieres ir al dentista go to tj you want a plastic surgery you go to tj like really anything because you'll find the treatment there cheaper even vets dude vets people take their pets yeah people take their pets across the border because the vet bills here are effing ridiculous yeah yeah that's true um and the thing i was gonna say is that i feel like every time we go to mexico and we get some sort of medication remember wendy when we were in peru I got like, a, I don't know what I ate and I was like dying. Like I had like a fever. I was throwing I up was on karma. my, huh? <laughs> what did I you say? I agarró karma because you were being a busy. No, I was not. <laughs> what? No, I was 
not. <laughs> Anyways, how much was your medication? <laughs> no, but remember, we fuimos a la farmacia. We told, I don't know yeah. who we told. They're like, oh, you go to the farmacia. There's a doctor there. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. we go to the farmacia, and there's a doctor at the pharmacy. And I mm-hmm. told them my symptoms. And then they gave me a pill. Dude, Santo Remedio, like I was fixed. With an hour, like an hour or something. With an hour. And it was a pill that probably cost me $10, probably even less than that. Or they probably gave it to me for free. I can't even remember. Yeah. But, uh, and that's it. And I feel like here, like yeah. you go to different doctors and they give you different pills and it doesn't fix. And it, you know, like I, I don't, yeah, like you want to go to Mexico to get, or to Peru to go get your remedies for sure. Yeah, be better in an hour for sure. Right? Moral of the well, story. Moral of the story. <laughs> Moral of the Moral podcast. Of the story. <laughs> go to Mexico. <laughs> to get your your medicines uh, all right ladies so let's let's uh you know we're running up on time so let's wrap it up with um real quick which one is your favorite remedio homemade remedio like you have faith in it you've tried it and it works for me i would say um i don't know if i can put it in one word but basically every time i'm cause i'm very sensitive to to like cold weathers um, so if I'm not wearing shoes and I'm walking around like descalza, I'm probably going to get sick, resfriada. Or if I'm walking <laughs> around with my back exposed, I'm probably going to get sick. So my favorite remedio for that is, um, uh, rubbing alcohol on my feet with some warm socks, a cup of noodle, and some hot <laughs> sauce. <laughs> And this resfriada is gone. That's a good one. That's a good one. Mari? My favorite remedio is 7-Up. <laughs> That's the first thing I asked Wendy when we're not with but I'm like, Wendy, go get me a 7-Up. Yeah. It's, 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 7-Up has withstood the test of time. Definitely. Never, um, never be around Mari when she's sick, man. <laughs> He's the biggest baby. <laughs> well, even when when Wendy's nephew was shot, the first thing he asked for was coke. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll leave that story. We'll leave that story for another time. But yeah, soda has cured a, a couple of my family members. Yeah, <laughs> yes it is. How about you, Rosie? Uh, the one that I have to say surprised me. That definitely works. Uh, my friend from Nicaragua was in college, um, and uh, her family's from Nicaragua, and I really wanted to go out to the club that night everyone was gonna go but i was sick like i had a cold and uh, i was like achy i think i had a fever but i was kind of hell bent on going to this club right like i worked a lot throughout college so i missed a lot right i missed a lot of social things and so i was like no ni madres i gotta get better i haven't like an afternoon to get better so she recommended un diente de ajo she's like chop it up really small really small really small put it in a shot glass or like a small cup and then fill it with lemon He's like, and take it like a shooter and then take a nap and you're going to wake up like nothing. And then somebody else was like, oh, your throat hurts. Take a shot of tequila. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm trying everything. I went home. I did the ajo thing. So I took like a shot of ajo con limon and then I took a shot of tequila and then I went to sleep. And I sweated like I was like in a sleeping in a puddle. But then I woke up, took a shower and I was like, we have. If you need to make it to the club tonight or to a bar or to whatever, try the ajo con limon shot. Yeah, and tequila. It don't forget tequila. Miracles. And if that don't work, put some rubbing alcohol on your feet. And then if that don't and work, drink a seven up. <laughs> and then you'll and then you'll go to the club smelling like ajo in the mouth. <laughs> and, okay. 
Alcohol in the feet. So no one's gonna dance with you, but you're gonna feel all right. Yes, exactly. And then buy a ticket to yeah. Peru. Do you boo boo? Go with that mentality. Do you boo boo? Thank you everyone for joining us for today's topic. Special thanks to our audio editor and producer, HG from Beat Farm Productions. Hasta la próxima and remember to join us next time by tuning in with your amigas to Spilling La Sopa. La sopa, la sopa, la sopa.